First, we turn to New York City's 250,000 municipal retirees. They've been fighting for nearly two years to hold on to the supplemental Medicare coverage they were promised when they worked for the city. The Adams administration wants to transfer them to a private Medicare Advantage plan run by the Aetna Insurance Company. On Friday, State Supreme Court Judge Lyle Frank issued an injunction stopping the city's plans in its tracks. In his ruling, Judge Frank said he issued an injunction because he considered it very likely that the retirees will prevail on the merits of their case when it is fully adjudicated. Joining us now to talk about this is labor journalist uh, Stephen Wishnia. Steve covered the court hearings and the rulings for work by news. He has also covered uh, this ongoing battle by the city retirees uh, extensively for the independent. Uh, We also hope to be joined uh, shortly uh, by uh, Evelyn Jones Rich, a retired public educator who has been on the uh, right in the thick of the fight uh, among the activists who are um, have labored so hard to uh, keep this plan from being uh, implemented. Um, so, uh, Steve, let's start with you. Uh, your thoughts on the significance of Judge uh, Frank's uh, ruling? Well, it's very significant because. The, the city set a deadline of Monday, uh, that is yesterday, with uh, for everyone either to be enrolled in Medicare Advantage or opt out, which meant that you would have to pay for your own Medicare. You'd have to find a Medicare, so pay for the basics of Medicare, which is like 180 a month out of your own pocket, and then find a supplemental plan to cover the 20% that regular Medicare doesn't cover. And those could be, you know, as much as three or 400 a month. Uh, So it prevented that from happening. So that's a big victory. And then uh, some people might not be able to find them, especially people out of state. Right. And um, were were you surprised by the ruling? Uh, Judge Frank has uh, been, uh, at the center of this case, uh, I think about a year ago. Uh, no, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, I wouldn't have, you know, bet my life on that he was going to rule in favor of the retirees. On the other hand, it wasn't like buying a lottery ticket. Uh, you know, basically, he's been ruled in favor of the retirees on similar issues. You know, one of the main issues is the retirees are arguing the city you know, promised the the unwritten and often spoken or some, you know, written into law deal that city workers had is you might make less money than you will in the private sector, but you're going to have more job security and you're going to have solid health care and a pension when you retire. And their argument is, well, you know, Medicare Advantage is not real Medicare because, you know, now you're back into dealing with a private insurance company that, you know, has an algorithm that says, oh, we're not going to cover this kind of care. I got an email this morning about uh, a guy who's taking medication for an enlarged prostate. And one of the side effects of that medication is it's like Viagra. So the insurance company said, oh, we're not going to cover that because, you know, we don't cover erectile dysfunction. 
uh, you know, that kind of arbitrary decision, it puts, so people are saying their health benefits are being lessened. And the city is, was arguing, the lawyer for the city in court last Thursday was arguing, well, there really was no promise. And that's just not true. Uh, you know, and they're arguing, you know, oh, Medicare Advantage is, you know, not as, it's just as good as real Medicare. Plus you get things like, you know, rides to doctors and, you know, they'll provide you with meals when you get out of the hospital. But, you know, the problem that people have with Medicare Advantage is that, you know, it's private health insurance. So they make more money if they deny you care. Uh, even if you appeal, it takes time and that discourages some people or some people get a lot sicker while they're waiting. Um, you know, a lot of doctors, especially out of state are not covered by it. You know, so people would have to pay out of network rates. So, you know, that's the main, you know, the main thing was that there, there are three legal issues at stake. I uh, hear this is kind of legal technical stuff, but one is they had to prove a chance that they were likely to prevail. And the other is they had to prove that there was more that they were going to have irreparable harm done if you can't, you know, if unless the injunction was granted, uh, you know, which you know, well, if, you know, your kid, the guy who's doing your kid, the doctor is doing your kidney transplant is out of network, you know, and you don't get a kidney transplant, that's, you know, a lot more irreparable harm than, you know, the city loses some money. Uh, I can't hear you. Um, so could you talk, would you be able to talk a little bit about um, the national speed um, the, the Medicare Advantage, sort of. The what? Are you want to talk about what about it? About the Medicare Advantage versus. All right, versus traditional Medicare. Yeah, over what they're like, what they'll lose if so. Yeah, it is a national issue. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans were, you know, legalized or established about twenty years ago, twenty-five years ago, and. They're privately run. You know, Aetna is one of the big corporations that does it. United Health is another. And they generally offer a few more perks that some of them offer, you know, dental or vision care, which Medicare doesn't. Uh, thank you, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, along with some words that I'm not allowed to say on WBAI. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, they generally offer a few more perks, but because it's private insurance, it has a narrower network of doctors. So if you go to a doctor who's not in network, you have to pay more. And they often they'll have demand prior authorization for payments, which means, you know, people might be, you know, take them six months to get an appointment and three days before their appointment and say, oh, we're not going to pay for this procedure. Uh, and the lawyer for Aetna in the court hearing was saying, oh, prior authorization has gotten a bad name and got pretty derisive laughter from the people in the courtroom, which was. Yeah, in the same way that like headlights has gotten a bad name. I mean, there's not much yeah. good you can say for it. It took a bit, what he said, you know, took a bit of chutzpah because he was saying, well, private, 
for the Wii U, Medicare uses prior authorization so that, you know, they don't get overcharged by people, you know, inflating bills. And there's been a good bit of reporting recently on how Medicare Advantage plans game the system by what's called, you know, upcoding, which is that the way bills are determined is there's a whole system of codes and they will, you know, knock it, bump it up to a code that pays a lot more than what is necessary. So they get paid a lot more. Uh-huh. Right. And, um, yeah, we, we'd also, uh, hope to be joined by, uh, Evelyn Jones Rich. Uh, she's a public educator. Um, she, uh, worked as a New York City public uh, school teacher, a school principal, later as a associate, uh, dean at, um, at Hunter College. And, uh, uh, I spoke with her earlier today. Uh, you know, I can tell you she's on fire about this. She was very uh, happy, of course, about the ruling. But, uh, you know, she and uh, the other retirees have really had this hanging over uh, them uh, for a while. I mean, she's 90 years old um, and uh, has been retired for over 30 years. Uh, ha- have you heard uh, similar accounts, Steve, from uh, retirees uh, not only talking about what they have to lose, but also sort of the stress and the strain of the city uh, constantly uh, trying to find ways to uh, sneak this through? Oh, yeah, because, you know, people have cancer, you know, people are in chemotherapy, uh, you know, people, you know, people get older, they have chronic conditions, uh, they need, you know, they need help for them. And they're, you know, and, you know, it's enough going through it and going through the treatment. But if you have to deal with an insurance company and spend, you know, hours on the phone arguing with an insurance company about, you know, why they won't pay for this or, you know, why they're overcharged, you know, that's a lot of stress that, you know, if you're sick, you don't need it. Right. Um, the PSC has actually been one of the most outspoken unions, the Professional Staff Congress has been one of the most outspoken unions in the city against Medicare Advantage. Uh, right. That's a union local that represents about 30,000 faculty and staff uh, at the City University of New York, a, a longtime uh, a left-leaning union here in New York City. So, yeah, well, I mean uh, – and can you just recount for us how some of these other unions got uh, uh, tangled yeah. up in this, the UFT, DC-37? Uh, yeah, just to answer your question, the lead plaintiff in the lawsuit was a former fire department worker. I couldn't tell if he was an EMT or a firefighter, but he retired due to disability in 2014, and he had a kidney transplant a couple years ago that his body – rejected and he may need a second kidney transplant, but the hospital treating him does not accept Medicare advantage for any transplants, according to the lawsuit. And if he had to pay for a supplement, the supplemental plan that the city now pays the whole cost of, he'd have to pay 800 a month. Got it. Uh uh, so anyway, you wanted to ask me about the unions. Yeah, the UFT, United Federation of Teachers, DC 37, which is the largest city workers union, 
and the sanitation men are the main unions, you know, pushing this. Uh, the, several years ago, the unions made a deal with the de Blasio administration that they could get raises without layoffs if they could find $600 million in savings on healthcare costs. And then when the deadline for that came, they decided, well, we'll put all the retirees on Medicare Advantage and save money that way, because uh, that way the city doesn't have to pay premiums. The federal government will. Uh, and to the retirees who are protesting this, this is, uh, they feel like our unions threw us under the bus. Right. Uh, well, we'll have to leave it uh, there for now. Uh, uh, Stephen Wishney, a labor journalist with WorkBytes.com and the Independent. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks for uh, uh, joining us today. And um, uh, uh, Evelyn uh, 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 Jones-Rich, it, I'm sorry about the technical complications we've had. If you're able to connect with us, we'll try to uh, bring you on for a, a, a moment a little later in the show. We'd still love to get your reaction as one of the uh, leaders of this effort to to stop the, the privatization of uh, Medicare for retirees here in the city. Uh, but before we go to our, our next segment, uh, we had a technical glitch there, and we weren't able to bring um, our other planned guests, um, uh, Evelyn uh, Jones-Rich, on. Uh, so we do want to briefly get her take on this uh a big uh, legal victory. Uh, uh, Evie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Well, sorry we uh, weren't able to have you there with uh, Stephen Wishnia. Um, he was able to uh, cover a lot of ground in our conversation. But uh, very quickly, I'll just get your reaction as a retiree, uh, 90 years old, been at the center of this fight. Uh, how are you feeling about the big legal victory on Friday? Let me tell you, I'm ecstatic. And so are all of my friends, because this is a victory that we hoped for, but we were not sure we would achieve. I think this judge is wonderful, and he's obviously a very smart man, because if you read the decision, you will see that he understands not only our arguments, but the nuances of our arguments and the mayor and his administration, they are trying to take away our health care, health care that we work for, we earn, that was promised, and that we are going to win. Let me put the word out to friend and enemy, the mayor and his administration is up against an army an army of old people who are not going to accept his desire to cheat us out of what is rightfully ours. As I say to my friends, he may have money and greed on his side, but we have right and justice on our side. Okay? That right on. A lot of details that maybe we won't have time to go into. No, unfortunately not. Yeah. Okay. But the bottom line is that we will not give up. This is something that we're entitled to. We earned it. 
We earned it over years of service to this great city of ours, and we're going to collect it. Okay. All right. All right. Evelyn Jones Rich, uh, uh, re, uh, municipal retiree here in New York, retired public educator. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your reaction to the big victory uh, last week for the retirees in court.